This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. State health officials report over 2,600 new COVID cases in the last seven days. And Montana has just under 3,800 active COVID cases as of Monday. During the past week, 24 more people have died from the disease. 29 more have been hospitalized. There are 220 active COVID-19 hospitalizations in Montana. Overall, 74% of Montana's ICU beds are occupied, up from 60% last week. 47 beds filled by COVID-19 patients. The state continues to creep into critical levels, averaging 351 cases a day as of August 20th. That's the highest since January. From July 6th to August 20th, the average daily case count increased by 313 and a half cases in 45 days. The last time Montana had a similar increase, it took 95 days to bump the average from 26 to 314. Testing has ramped up in the last week with 28,877 new tests since August 16th. According to the state, 50% of the eligible population is fully immunized. Federal approval by the Food and Drug Administration of the Pfizer vaccine will help. Anyone who is 12 years or older is eligible to be vaccinated, but only 32% of Montana residents aged 12 to 17 have received the shot. Of 18 to 29-year-olds, 40% are vaccinated. The state of Montana has seen an uptick in pediatric cases of COVID-19 over the past several weeks, according to Dr. Teresa Blaskovich, pediatrician at the Children's Clinic and secretary-treasurer of the Montana chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics. Most children are continuing to have mild illness, but the increased chance of transmission with the Delta variant means family members are at higher risk of catching COVID, especially those who are not vaccinated. An increase of breakthrough cases associated with the Delta variant also puts vaccinated family members at risk. The end of the summer has also marked an uptick in other respiratory illnesses, such as respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, which normally doesn't appear until December. Quote, we've never seen RSV positives during this time of year, according to Blaskovich, stressing that without mitigation of respiratory viruses, hospitals could be overwhelmed as schools start ramping up. Relieved that her kindergartner attends a school with a mask mandate, Blaskovich is concerned about other school districts as she watches the national trend, saying, you can't assume that won't happen here. Studies have shown there are no negative physical effects on children wearing masks, but according to information on the Mayo Clinic website, children often look to their parents to see how to react to masking or the pandemic. Quote, if a parent is resisting masking or the outcome of the pandemic, it will be harder for kids to comply and will affect the child's classmates and classmates' families. Blaskovich said, if you're a good role model with wearing a mask, 
The kids won't have a problem with it. A federal jury has denied a damage award to a family of a Livingston man who was shot and killed by police in January of 2016. The estate of Sean Patrick O'Brien filed the wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Livingston and its officers in 2018. The family argued police were negligent, used excessive force, and violated departmental policies. The family said O'Brien was trying to run away when he was shot. The city argued O'Brien charged at officers with a knife in his hand. The jury placed 49% of the blame on the city and 51% on O'Brien. If the jury had assigned 50% of the blame to the city of Livingston, O'Brien's family would have been allowed to recover some damages. That's according to the Billings Gazette. The shooting occurred when officers responded to a Livingston store following reports of a man threatening employees. One officer used his stun gun on O'Brien, but it had no effect. Authorities say two officers opened fire on O'Brien after he ignored repeated commands to stop moving, get on the ground, and drop his weapon. He then ran at officers with a knife. A coroner's jury in 2016 determined the shooting was justified. Nate Wagner, who represented O'Brien's estate, said that while the jury found there was blame on both sides, officers could have acted to save O'Brien's life. Quote, at the same time, we believe the jury's determination that officers were 49% responsible for Sean's death sends a powerful message to law enforcement agencies in Montana. The city of Livingston avoided financial liability by the slimmest possible margin. Yesterday, we reported to you that the state unemployment rate dropped one-tenth of one percent to 3.6 percent last month, and economist Patrick Barkey of the University of Montana says Montana is dabbling with full employment. Quote, there's lots of cash in the economy, everything from personal income gains, savings that people accumulated over the pandemic, strong demand for labor, and wages going up for entry-level jobs. Barkey is the head of the Bureau of Business and Economic Research at the University of Montana. Quote, there's every indication the economy is running very warm, if not hot. Barkey says COVID-19 and the economy are much less connected than they were during the first wave of the pandemic. Quote, the issue from business's point of view is workforce. I've been talking to business people for the last week, and it's just amazing, the workforce issues. There are companies paying really high wages in Montana that cannot attract workers. And it's not totally a new problem. It existed before the pandemic, but it caught a lot of people by surprise. According to Barkey, workers are quitting their jobs to take better jobs, retiring, leaving the workforce because a spouse is earning more, or their stock portfolio is healthy. He quoted an old adage about recessions. The economy takes the elevator down and the stairs back up. But he says this is almost, not quite, taking the elevator both ways. If you need this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio Network or KGRT-DB webpages. 
The podcast has listeners in 33 states and provinces and now 23 countries on six continents. We will also post the stories on Facebook on the J. Scott and Treasure State Radio Network pages later today. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KEMR in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana news. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.